0: Previously on, this is how we roll.
1: What what are the what are the people like over there in the Horn? It is a coastal city. What do you suspect the people are like, Master Dwarf?
2: Swarthy. You nailed it right on the head. Heyo. Sprawling cityscape. Uh, it is the biggest collection of buildings that any of you have ever seen in one place before. They are mostly orc folk. Oh. Oh. Uh, you Great. saw lots of very tall, intimidating uh, orc folk, and they often uh, have the appearance of sailors or people who work at the docks. Uh, who are you? It's-a me, Mario! Uh, the, the name is Fish. What's all this then, eh? You've been out here making more trouble? I want some bloody answers. Around the corner, as you round the corner on this marina, you see a giant hollowed-out skull with a glowing red eye. And at the front of it, you see a sign that says the Purple Whale. Can someone please recap where we were last time?
1: We're walking down the street with three idiots, and I don't know how we got here And Flint-speaking Australian. I mean, Australian. And uh, we Blake.
0: all level- <laughs> we leveled up. We got on the Lanier's kids, flew into the outskirts of the town because they have ballistas, apparently, at the horn. Um, and, yeah, we walked into the town, met Mario, who was running from fish, who was running from?
1: Well, an Sharky, orc lady. Sharky, Sharky Cheryl. Yeah. Wait, wait. So we ca- we can call her Sharky, but not and Cheryl. We can ca- we can God call her Sharky Cheryl, but do not call her Cheryl.
0: Yeah, don't call her Cheryl. <laughs> That's right. Um, and yeah, Flint was Australian. Macecore and Dresden got in the middle of it. So then Feliciel suggested they all go to the Purple Whale to have a drink and discuss what cool blue betty or something would do to mario and there was a
1: every basically a bunch of ships got sanked.
0: uh because mario was clogging up the plumbing but was he
1: but a lot to of be ships determined ships yeah tbd
3: and we're at least i think we're like protecting
1: mario for a hot sec. Well we had... that's Dr- that's Dresden and Maze Corps for yeah. sure. The, you guys were like, okay, let's figure this out. Like uh and whereas I, I think Felosiel and Flint were very much ready to walk away from these three and people. F- Flint,
0: your name is not Flint.
1: Fuck, it's Jerry. No. Is it Terry or Jerry? Oh right, there... I made a
2: note sheet last week because of all the stupid shit you guys were doing. Were... I, yeah, open that.
0: Was... I, think, I said that. My... I think I... you're Jerry and you better not be Terry. Is, right. Oh yeah, was.
1: because Terry lives in town. Also, yeah, you're Jerry. I'm from mm. this town.
0: Yeah. Fuck. And we had just walked. <laughs> we had just walked up, like along the docks, and saw ahead of us a giant skull with a ruby red eye.
2: Which, for those of you who have actually paid attention, is an image that Philocle has seen in the past. Whoa.
1: Dun dun dun. I actually... Oh, yeah, wait. Yeah, that's right.
2: In a vision, I think. So she has seen it in a vision. I don't know if she's actually seen it. But, um, yeah, that's about it. Um, the three folks that you are rolling in with, Mario, Cheryl, uh, Sharky Cheryl, excuse me, and uh, Fish, Puff R. Fish, that's his name. Um, he... Uh, yeah, The the three of them are sort of leading the way. I believe... Uh, I, do you remember what weapons they each had? I'm having a hard time remembering now. I think Cheryl I, I think had
0: lost, a crossbow. Uh, yeah,
2: yeah, I think she did. Um, so Cheryl had a crossbow trained on Puff, who was uh, threatening Mario with his physique and possibly a blade at his side. Mario didn't pull any weapons, but it looks like he may have some sort of staff Puncher. or yeah, crowbar or possibly some sort of plumber's tool on his back. And iron am uh, ready to jump in and uh yeah so that's that's the scene so you all are approaching this skull with a ruby red eye and you see hanging off one of the teeth of the front of this giant skull and we're talking this skull is probably about 30 to 40 feet tall and it has its jawbone open wide uh, and it's a very humanoid looking skull minus the fact that it has very large canine teeth Um, almost like the skull of a giant gorilla of some sort. Um, and it is placed on this dock, uh, in amongst other buildings. And as you approach, you can see that the skull itself appears to be a real skull and its mouth is hanging wide open and it leads to inside of the front jaw, uh, a door on the inside and hanging off one of the teeth above it is a swinging wooden sign that says the purple whale.
0: Um, I think assuming, like Flint slash Jerry and I are still near each other. Uh, I think I'll lean down to him and just say, "That that's what I saw in the pool of knowledge. This is where we're we're supposed to be."
1: Wait, this like this the shitty skull tavern?
0: Yeah, I saw this skull. I don't know what I don't know what it means, but
1: okay, th- th- I it, this might be where we need to be. But are we gonna lose these idiots?
0: <laughs> um
3: this is a huge skull. What produced this skull? Wow.
2: I was thinking the same thing. Uh and Fish is gonna chime in. He says Well, it's uh it's some sort of Titan, obviously. Don't you Don't you know anything about the world? I I'm a bit surprised. Haven't you ever seen a skull this size? Clearly, I haven't because I made that exclamation. I've seen it. Yeah,
3: you think you'd be more perceptive for how smart you are?
0: A, a titan. Don't be such
3: a
2: dick. Why don't we just go on in then?
0: A a titan like a god.
2: That's what they say.
0: I I don't know. Is it?
2: I don't know. I mean, uh, I spend the most of my day smashing (laughs) turtles in the street.
1: Do they have a turtle problem here? (laughs) Uh, uh,
2: No, actually, actually we don't. He's just Mario. Here is a few lug nuts short of a well-attached toilet. Right. Well, anyways, uh, shall we? Shall we? And he motions for Mario to go in front of him into the bar. All right, uh, you don't have to push me. I'll go in right Um, after Mario. Mario walks in. Uh, Macecore walks in. I'll go in after Macecore. Puff walks in. Uh, Sh- Sharky walks in. Um, now, those of you who have walked in, give me a uh, give me a general perception check, please.
0: I feel like we're all probably going in.
2: Yeah, that's fine. Every if you're walking in, make a perception check.
0: Nine.
4: Twenty-two. Oh, seven. Great.
2: Twenty-one.
4: Nice. Don't have to brag about Macecore. Jeez. Um.
2: All right, and so as you walk in, uh, Macecore and Flint, uh, you two get a very good scope of this place as you walk in. Um, Felociol and Dresden, you kind of look around and just see a tavern. Um. You know, it's more dimly lit than the outside, so it's a little bit tough to see things at the moment. Um. Macecore and Felociol.
0: Nope. Flint. Not Flint. Flint. Yeah, sorry.
2: Yeah, Flint and Flocio. No,
0: Flint and Mace Oh,
1: no, you're on first.
2: Yeah, whatever. <laughs> the two of you that had good roles, <laughs> you see you recognize immediately that you are standing in a dry docked boat. Like a giant old ship. And as you walk through this front door, uh apparently this skull had been hiding behind it. Uh an old ship that has been decommissioned and placed here and now operates as a tavern. So you walk in through the side of the hall into the belly of this ship and you look around and see that it is outfitted like a tavern, but there are clearly porthole windows all the way around this space. Um, You also see that there's an L-shaped bar to your left. There are many round tavern tables in front of you, about eight or nine of them uh, there are not many people in this bar because, uh, as tends to be your tradition, it's very early in the day to start drinking. Um, (laughs) so most of the towns are not out and about. Um, and you see that there is a bartender behind the bar, um, puff puff strides in and he, uh, sort of grabs Mario by the scruff of the neck and he walks up to the bar, uh, and sits down at one of the round tables near the bar with Mario and Sharky Cheryl follows suit and sits down next to them. And they pull up several extra chairs so there's enough space for you if you choose to join them.
4: What do you all do? May I have your finest ale? You certainly may. My name's Piper. I'm the bartender. And
2: uh, the person that you see in front of you, Dresden, is a female Aarakocra. Uh, so a bird person who is tending the bar here. What kind of ale can I get
4: you? I will have the house special, whatever you recommend. All right, we just have a we have a tavern brown ale
2: that we make here in house. I'll just pour you up a pint of that, shall I? That sounds lovely. And she she does, and she slides it across the bar to you. All right,
4: I'm gonna take it and head over to the table. I'm gonna sit next to Puff.
2: Well, now, as much as I'd like to be running a charity here, sir, I'm just not, so I'm going to need you to open a tab or something. Uh
4: fine. I'll open a
2: tab. Uh, Cheryl actually raises her hand up from the table and looks toward the bar and says, It's alright, Piper. You can put it on my tab. Well, and Piper gives her a nod.
4: And I'll, as I head to the table, sit down next to Fish, look at Cheryl and say, Thank you very much. Yeah, no problem, you drongo. What does that word mean? Drongo.
2: She, she doesn't even know. It might not even be a real slang uh, word. A drongo
4: is, is a Or it can be a, a terribly awful one.
2: It could be. Let's look it up. <laughs> no, they said it on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, so I'm pretty sure it's not too bad.
4: <laughs> right.
2: Oh, it's a type of bird. What do you know? Uh,
4: wow. You know, me but it's also, mean, for slang, it's a fool. There you go. Perfect. I used the slang I didn't even
2: know, and it worked perfectly. <laughs> Beautiful. Sometimes you're just the god of your own universe.
1: What's the rest of you
2: doing? I'm
0: going to go over and sit next to Sharky Cheryl, and does the Aarakocra look familiar to me, or no?
1: Uh,
2: No, this is not the same Aarakocra okay. from your dream.
0: Okay, so I'm just going to go over to the table next to Sharky Cheryl.
2: Okay. Flint,
1: Core? <laughs> Man, I... I want to play this a certain way but I think I'm just going to I'm just going to go along with it for now and take a seat across from Sharky and say I'll have whatever you're having.
2: Well, I haven't gotten myself a drink yet but <laughs> maybe uh Piper, can you just bring around for the table? Yes, I'll get right on it. Ales are... ales all around
3: is that the order? Actually, uh, can I have a warm gin? A, w- a warm gin, you say? Well, the customer's always right, I suppose. Can you sprinkle in um, nutmeg?
0: Um, I'm sorry, nutmeg.
2: <laughs> Can you do you have any nutmeg to sprinkle in it too? I I might have some nutmeg back here somewhere. I'll take a look around after I pour these beers. Well, thanks, uh, mate. Yeah, no problem. That that sounded very natural coming out of your mouth. <laughs> uh, I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> Yeah, well don't try so hard, big boy. You're all right.
3: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. She gives you a little
2: like she gives you a little salute. Um and uh she goes to work behind the bar making a bunch of ales and putting them on a tray, and uh she's like clanking around underneath there looking for us uh <laughs> nutmeg shaker.
0: Is she like a sandpiper?
2: <laughs> uh you know, Did there's a very perfect? good chance that she might be. <laughs> <laughs> wow She seems very chipper.
0: Nice. Long legs, small yep. body. Oh, the
2: yeah. legs go all the way up.
4: Legs <laughs> <laughs> for miles.
2: Um, now, when you sit down um, at this table, Puff and Sharky and Mario are all kind of like silently staring around at each other. Um, there's like an uneasy silence here. Um, and you're not really sure what the situation is. You you basically got the basics out on the streets that I believe they are each accusing the other of sinking one of their vessels, um, and that is basically all that you know about it at the moment.
1: Flint is trying to say as little as possible.
3: <laughs> so, uh, guys, how are we going to deal with this this issue with Mario? Or what hey, the proceed- issue
2: is not uh, with me. Yeah, no, everybody I- here seems to have done something that wasn't so. Uh, Upstanding, as we say.
3: So, could you tell us, Mario, what happened to the ships? Why, you know, apparently many ships have gone down,
2: seemingly. That's not true. uh, Cheryl has sunk one of our ships. That's all that I know has happened. And Cheryl looks at him and says, You better watch your mouth there, you drongo, or I'm gonna lay you low.
0: But how do you know that she sunk your ship?
2: Because uh, everybody in the town knows that the yachtsmen have it out for Mama's crew.
0: And who's Mama?
2: You know, uh, Mama.
0: I know that Fish said something about Blue Betty or something. I think it was him. Or was it you? I did. No,
2: good memory. Of course. Now, Blue Betty is... Well, I, I don't want to say a bad word about Mama, of course, but... Since Mario's the scum of the earth, I might as well. Blue Betty is much more professional. And the drowned rats, we have a reputation to uphold, you see. And, uh, we can't have our vessels disappearing. The, we have a bit of a, a demand for our products here in town, and it would be a, a shame if we had to take some, uh, some counter actions against Mama's crew and the yachtsmen.
1: Uh, what kind of product are you peddling there, Mr. Ork?
2: You really aren't from around here, are you?
1: No, I am. I've just been, uh... Tra-
2: <laughs> no, I'm starting to very much suspect that you might not be.
1: <laughs> I've been uh, traveling you- is all.
2: Oh, oh, okay. For how many years? Because the Horn has some fairly established industries. Blue Betty's been operating here since I would have to believe you were a young lad. Uh, make a uh, make a deception check.
1: I already did
0: this.
2: Yeah, no, he's but he's catching on.
1: Shit.
0: Or is he? You're, you're good at that, though. Oh, God. Oh, oh God. oh, God.
2: And his insight is a 16. Oh, no. Um, so he knows that you're lying. Um, and he says, listen, you can cut the crap, mate. Wait. Oh, God, Cheryl, you're. We're wearing off on me. Don't you call me Cheryl. I told you, you can call me Sharky or Sharky Shale, but you cannot call me by Cheryl. That's my given Christian name. I'll have you know. Uh, And Puff says, a a thousand apologies, madam. Very sarcastically. Um, (laughs) I'm like arguing with myself here. Um, But then he turns to you, Flint, and says, honestly, you're wasting your time putting on some sort of facade. There's no real hierarchy here in the Horn and we're welcoming of outsiders so long as you are interested in partaking in our industry.
1: Uh... uh,
2: So how about you just go ahead and tell us your real name there, Master Dwarf? Yes, I'm very interested in that too.
1: Is it gonna, like, break Cheryl's mind that I'm no longer Australian? Uh, I don't think so. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Then... If, if I'm assuming my cover is blown at this point, just
2: yeah, at least that one is.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh God! No, I can't go into multiple levels of deception here. <laughs> uh, I, I'll just break out a deck of cards and say, "That's right, I fooled you all. I'm Flint Steely Fireforge. And then I'm gonna like fan like like you know send the cards from one hand to the other. Oh, gotcha.
2: Uh- that's cool. Make a uh, make a performance check with advantage since you're good at cards.
1: Nice. Okay, I can do this. You can do this, You can do this. What? <laughs> oh. No. Oh my God! A six and an eight. Oh God. Uh, I got a I got a plus three to that too. Yeah, I'm gonna just... say that
2: you uh you kind of like try and catch like 40 of them, <laughs> and then like a dozen or so just kind of flip out of the the stack as you do this and end up on the floor. Um, and Cheryl leans over to you, Flopsy, and says, "Is that a is that a name we're supposed to know? Is that and also, was that supposed to be impressive? Because he really fucked that up pretty bad. I'm gonna, t- <laughs> I'm gonna um, give
0: <laughs>
1: I'm gonna give Fish a finger gun. He he
0: he usually actually gets that trick right most of the time. Um, and his name some people know it. <laughs> some like at least three people know it."
4: I'm going to turn to Flint and go and go, go, go Flint. Stop. It's just embarrassing at this point.
1: Right. Right. I, I want to,
2: you're making me
4: feel uncomfortable.
1: I'm going to, I'm going to go over to the bar and just listen (laughs) to the rest of the conversation. Oh, I'm going to slunk away.
0: Oh, Flint. Oh,
2: uh, Mario gets up to, like, walk over and comfort you, but Sharky Cheryl just grabs him by the back of his, uh, suspenders and slams him back down into his stool. And he says, Ouch! That was unnecessary!
0: Um, okay, so... So, Fish, you work for Blue Betty, and you do something illegal, and Mario... Oh, whoa,
2: hey, come on now! Let's not start throwing around words like illegal... Something
0: questionable.
2: Racketeering, blackmail, you know, let's not really start digging into what's what and who does what here, all right? Uh, Come on, you're fine. you're strangers fine. here. Could you please maintain a bit of decorum?
0: I'm just, I'm trying to figure this out. And then, Mario, you work for someone called Mama, who is not Blue Betty, and you yacht?
2: No, we're not the dirty yachtsmen. Do not confuse yourself.
0: Who yachts, then?
2: That'd be me. And who we sail the finest ships in all of Blue Water Bay.
0: And who do you work for?
2: Well, I'm I'm one of the yachtsmen, but I guess the head of our the head of our guild at the moment is named Nigel Cornfarthing. <laughs> Why are you laughing? That's not a funny name. <laughs> Nigel strike fear into your heart, that's for sure.
0: I have a feeling he's got a large nose and red hair. Um,
2: (laughs) Well, that's a pretty. I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll give you that one. That's a lucky guess. Maybe he speaks with a little bit more of his nose, maybe, or. And he he likes
4: you know what,
0: Junior? Just you just
2: take a seat there. You don't know what's going on here.
0: Um. Okay. So then, wait, Mario. What do you? What does Mama's crew do?
2: Well, you didn't really give me a chance to tell you what we do.
0: Uh, you do questionable stuff, yes?
2: No. We're very upstanding, I'll have you know. We, we trade in fine leather goods, treat yourself. Spices, treat yourself. And clothing, treat yourself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> At that point, I'd like to, I'll come back with a round of, a, another round of ales. To I feel like it might be our first over. one. I don't know if we
0: ever oh. got our first oh. one.
1: Oh. Did you not get the first ones?
2: Uh, Piper actually, uh, right around now, slides over and starts handing out the beverages at the table, including Macecore, the warmest gin that you've ever had. It's like piping hot.
0: Does it have nutmeg, though? <laughs> uh,
2: and it has a sprinkle of some sort of brown spice on the top, but you're not really sure. Um, and she actually taps you on the shoulder as as she drops it off and says, I didn't have nutmeg. So I just put a bit of cardamom in there. I hope that's all right.
3: Uh, uh, well, it it you it it's hot. It's not warm. It's hot.
2: But well, just you know, the laws of thermodynamics. Just give it some time.
3: I take a sip and I go. <laughs> it burns your wow. esophagus. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> oh, I thought you were dragonborn, mate. I thought a, you could handle it. I'm a cold dragon. Oh well, my mistake. I'll get it ice cold for you next time. Oh, okay. That that's fine. That's fine. I <laughs> give up. <laughs> uh, she she goes off to serve one of the other tables.
0: Um. Okay. So, F- fish, your boat was sank with its leathers and spices.
2: You are a little slow on the uptake here. I think. It- no, we the drowned rats. We we trade in something a bit more in demand. Not these strange high-end goods. We trade, of course, in alcohol.
0: But I just... I thought you just said that you do leather, spices, and clothing.
2: That was me, you drongo. Why don't you try to keep up? Oh my gosh. Yes, the yachtsmen. We trade in all those fine goods, and we actually do it above board, unlike these idiots.
0: Both of them them are trying to fly So the yachtsmen trade clothing.
2: Well, among other things, fine leather goods, spices. You, you, you name me a luxury item, and I guarantee you the ones here in the Horn come from the yachtsmen.
0: Egyptian cotton. Y-
2: yep, we could get you that. Make a great shirt out of that.
0: I was thinking more bed sheets.
2: Yeah, that too. We can get you the finest silk bed sheets. Ah.
4: Uh.
0: <laughs> i'm gonna
4: i'm, I'm gonna lean, o- lean over to mace core and go but apparently they can't get you nutmeg am i right
3: <laughs> i laugh i said, that sure right
4: uh i'm gonna make a
2: am uh, gonna make a perception check for cheryl
3: <laughs> nope
2: she didn't hear you she didn't hear you you're good
3: uh so guys uh seems like we're at an impasse here right no one's willing to admit anything and some ships have been drowned
2: right That's all right. One of our finest vessels was sunk as it was coming into town.
3: How was it sunk? Was it explosion
2: or something else? We don't uh, know. We just know that it was lost at sea when it was on its way back into dock with the fish.
0: But could you see it as it went down?
2: We're fishermen, by the way. No one asked, thank you very much. I
0: I was trying to ask, but everyone had so many opinions.
2: So how do you know the ship went down? Well, it didn't come back. Doesn't mean it went down. Well, all of our vessels come back, you see. So this one
3: went down, but no one can see it. And so we don't know how it went down.
2: Well, I think someone was there to see it. And he looks at uh, Cheryl with a, a glare in his eye and says, I'm pretty sure the yachtsmen took us down because we've been fishing where they like to run their shipping lanes.
0: Well, why would you fish where they're trying to make all their trade?
2: Because that's where the fish
3: are! Ah. Mm. Uh, Cheryl, do you know anything about this, this
2: lost vessel? I don't know anything about that, but I think that this dickhead over here knows a little bit about where one of our finest vessels has disappeared to as well. In that right, Puff? Uh, and Puff sort of shrugs slyly and says... I don't know anything about that, as you know, but, uh, Mario, how about you tell me what happened to our latest rum shipment? Because, as far as I can tell, it never arrived. And they just start, like, like, sniping and arguing, and and it's just a a complete din, And I will now do all three of their voices simultaneously. no. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Wait,
0: wait, 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 wait. Do you guys know where all of your ships were last seen? Is it the same place?
2: Well, the rum shipment that was coming in was supposed to be rounding rounding the point north of the Horn on its way into the bay. Uh, And Mario says... Well, uh, all of the fishing vessels go to different, uh, locations. This one was supposed to bring back the, uh, the fire crabs. I've brought back the fire crabs from other ports every once in a while, if you know what I'm saying.
1: <laughs> Up at the bar, I'm gonna go. <laughs> Gross. Ah!
2: Thank you very much! Uh,
3: was, was it at the horn as well, or was it, you know... Well, I it
2: suppose it would have been coming into the bay from the north, Cheryl, uh is at the same
3: location where your ship was last seen.
2: Uh, I don't really like how you're sort of piecing things together here. You piece. Of, never mind. I'm not going to be rude to you, but I yes, I believe that our last sh- shipment that was coming in, bearing particularly spices from the north of Finradel, was coming from that direction as well.
0: And um, another question for all of you is, how many people work in each of your Uh, Cruise, Like, how... Are you three the top people underneath of, like, Mama, Nigel, and Blue Petty? Why are you so mad at each other?
2: Uh, Mario... Mario doesn't say anything. Puff chimes in and says, Well, I don't mean to brag, but I am the second in command at the Drowned Rats. And, uh, Cheryl chimes in and says, Oh yeah, you don't mean to brag. You won't fucking shut up about it, that's the truth. And Mario says, I'm a working my way up the corporate ladder. I'm at the bottom rung right now, but I'll get to there. Um. And uh, Cheryl, Cheryl actually sort of stops the conversation for a second and says, Now you've made it really cre- clear that you're not from here. These factions control this entire town. We've got a delicate balance, don't we, boys? And uh, I'm afraid that one of you's upset it. And uh, there's gonna have to be blood to pay for blood. Um, And uh, right at that moment, she notices that the two patrons on the far side of this bar next to your table are sort of like speaking more quietly and trying to listen in. And she just shoots them a look. And you see both of them recoil in fear. Uh, as she does that. Um, and- and Puff says, uh, oh, do we have some- we have some- some, uh, eavesdroppers over there, do we, Sharky? She says, yeah, a couple of lucky-loos. Hey, how about you- you blokes get going? Or else I'm gonna send you out of here in a cask.
0: Are they from another faction?
2: Nah, just local riffraff. They're just trying to listen in cause they're bored. Ain't that right, boys? And they're sort of like gathering their belongings and scurrying out of the bar as she says that. Um, And they don't look, they don't make eye contact with any of the three of them as they leave through the front door of the bar.
0: Hi everyone, it's Keegan, your fellow and I'm here with the mineral announcements. We just want to give a big thank you to all of you who are listening to our show. And we hope that you're enjoying it as much as we are. Especially as we set out on this adventure in the Lost Isle. If you are enjoying our show, let us know about it. Leave us a rating and a review wherever you're listening. You can also message us on social media and reach out to us on Twitter. And if you're looking for more DD action, head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash this is how we roll. Over there, you're going to find hours of extra content, including a side campaign, maps, cut content, and more. And thank you to our two patrons, Junior and Johanna. We know that the World of D&D podcasts is really big, so thank you for taking the time to listen to our show. And now, let's get back to the episode.
3: Can I do a perception check about anyone else in the bar?
2: Yeah, go ahead and uh, actually do uh, Yeah, either perception or investigation, whichever one you like.
1: Did they have to pass me on the way out?
2: Uh, yeah, they went between you and the table of people.
1: Seemed like they Seems like they went pretty close to me, close enough to maybe pick something off of them.
2: Ooh, you could try. I'd love to. All right, let's go back to Mace Corps and you can work on your sleight-of-hand check while he does that. 17. Um, yeah, you, Macecore, after a quick look around the bar, seeing these other two gentlemen get up and leave. Um, first of all, they were both orcs, and you notice one more orc person sitting at a long uh, sort of couch with a uh, almost like a picnic table at the far end of the bar from where you're sitting, and she seems to be really intent on focusing on her drink and not listening to your conversation
1: um, at this point
0: oh my god
1: <laughs> wow I got a natural 20 which with my 13 oh my modifier god. that makes a it an 13, even 33 Jesus wow That
2: um, <laughs> guy okay. walked out uh, of here naked and, money. <laughs> and didn't even notice Um. wait what was your question about her
0: Uh, Uh,
3: I interrupted I I didn't say anything but I was about I was asking
0: if she was reading a book intently Oh and or if she Was uh, not focusing so much That she was actually focusing
1: Right
2: No I think the the impression that you get is that She's just trying to look like she's not Interested because she just Wants to have a drink and get out of there Can I buy her a drink Uh, You could walk over and see If she or you just like ordering one From the bar Uh, I'm just gonna order one for the bar Okay, uh, you can walk up to the bar And as you do that, these two gentlemen are leaving And Flint, you're going to pickpocket one of them Uh, there are two gentlemen One of which is sort of like a big bulky guy And the other looks more like a a sturdy sailor But not like, uh, you know, a monster The other one was more like barbarian style Uh, which of them are you gonna target?
1: Uh, not the barbaric looking Okay the more gotcha. sort of salty-looking fella. Okay.
2: Um. So as he walks by, you silently make your way around him and slide a coin purse out of one of his pockets. And you manage to get a hand into a small satchel that he's carrying as well. And out of that satchel, you pull a cloth bag that is... Long and cylindrical with one end tied shut. Um, And in the coin purse, after they leave the bar, you find 41 gold pieces. Mm -hmm, Nice. Mm -hmm. Do some counting. It was quite a bit of money that he had on him. Probably his whole life savings and his (laughs) kid's college tuition. Wow. That Um, sucks for him. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And... Uh, and then you've got this other bag. Uh, what are you, are you going to open that?
1: Well, oh, I got, I mean, I got to peek into it. I can't yeah. not peek into it.
2: Um, so you open the bag and it contains a crude drawing. Uh, it well, sorry, the bag doesn't contain a crude drawing, but it, can tra- it contains a, an old looking piece of parchment. And on that piece of parchment is a crude drawing as well as a series of symbols that you recognize as thieves can't.
1: Oh, hell yeah, dude. I've been waiting for this to come up into this.
2: And I will say that it has significant meaning to you, but we will come back to it because the meaning to you is such that you will be keeping this under your hat.
1: Oh okay, yeah. I don't want to make this a, a known. You
2: thing. do not want to tell the others about this. Okay, and perfect. We will revisit that um, at a at an opportune time Sweet. in our adventure okay. where what is, it makes what sense. Is that?
0: It's a rogue thing.
1: Thieves oh. can't is a rogue uh, skill where essentially, like you speak like you like you, you know this like yeah it's like not only symbols it's like a way of talking and like hand like hand gesture that's at least my interpretation of it is like hand gestures speaking code words like symbols and things written down that only like thieves and and rogues and stuff like understand. let's meet at the
0: library means like i killed <laughs> Someone.
1: Right. Like the eagle has landed, it has some weird extrapolated meaning yeah. that only thieves would would understand. Oh, God.
3: I'm wondering, uh, Jordan, do you remember when, like, in the beginning, beginning when we, like, went yeah. to the aqueducts and we had to choose the way to get into.
2: Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Into water. That deep. was Thieves' Camp. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, we haven't used it since then. That's pretty cool.
0: Since before recording. Wow.
1: Dang. All because of a natural twenty on a stupid <laughs> chance wow. pickpocket. I love uh, that.
0: I'm excited for this, but I'm also excited for Mace Court. <laughs> buy a drink. Yeah. Buy it, so, a
2: drink. Uh, Mace Court, you walk up to the bar, and Piper says, "Oh, was the was the nutmeg not really up to your standards?"
3: Oh, you know, it was. It was. Uh, it was a strong drink. Thank you for for making that. Was I right about the temp? Did it drop after a while? Uh, it took quite a while. <laughs> it, 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 you know, I think it lost, I think it burned the
2: cardamom or something that you put in. Ah, well,
4: uh, I
2: still didn't find any nutmeg, but perhaps I can make you something else. Would that well,
3: help? Well, do you know that, that patron over there in the corner? Or is it new? Oh, yeah, of course. That's, that's Emily. Is she regular? regular? What is
2: she doing? Yeah, she's a regular. She just comes in here and has a quiet drink and reads her books and... Uh yeah, she really she really is uh just a nice local girl. Well, do you know what drink she f-
3: she prefers? She's uh she's a big fan of the port wine. You see, port wine, huh? Uh, well, I've never had That's that, right. but uh, you think I could? Uh, it's delicious. Get
2: I'm one. I'm telling you, fortified wine that'll knock you on your ass right off.
3: Can I get one and uh want to buy her one?
2: Oh, all right. Well, I. I suppose. I'll I'll tell you, though, and she kind of leans in close and says, She's a bit on the shy side. She just likes to have a solitude, I think, so don't be too forward and you might be all right. Okay. And, uh, just don't harass her, all right, or else I'm gonna have to throw you out of here. Oh, I don't do harassing. All right. And, uh, she pours two crimson liquids out of a dusty bottle that she has on the shelf behind her, and the smell wafting off of it is one of the most alluring smells that you've ever smelled in a bar in this world, MaceCore. It is, you may have uh, stumbled upon something that MaceCore particularly enjoys. Um, And the liquid almost feels warm in your hand, even though it was clearly room temperature, um, as you walk over toward her table. Um, And the girl is indeed reading a I I shouldn't call her a girl. She's a woman. Uh just so that we know that Mace Corps is doing everything on the up and up. Oh, I didn't even um, think about that. Jeez. Um, but she she is uh indeed she's reading a uh she's reading some sort of tome uh with like a, a nice bound backing um and she is sitting there with uh her glass of port nearly empty, uh and she doesn't look up as you approach.
3: Uh excuse me, miss. I see that you are almost done with your port.
2: And she looks up at you, like, slowly looks up at you. And she sort of blinks her eyes like she's a little surprised to see a person uh, standing near her. or And particularly surprised to see a dragonborn standing next to her. And she says, well, that's fascinating. Yeah, well, that's uh, fascinating that you're done with your own drink. Sorry, no, I I meant it was fascinating that you are talking to me. I don't have a lot of people come up to me while I'm enjoying my drinks here. This is sort of my booth, you see. Uh, Well, I wanted to get you a new uh, fresh
3: glass here and was wondering if I could uh, take a seat at your own- your booth.
2: I suppose that would be fine. Uh, I was just finishing up a chapter anyways. Do you, uh, you seem
3: to come here often? It seems like the Piper- Knows you very well.
2: Yes, I do know Piper quite well. Uh, we we actually grew up in this town together and went to school together for many years. So we are, I suppose you could say, old friends. Well, that's good. That's good.
3: And I I, I kind of like, you know, like slouch over the, the other end of the table. Um, and I say, I'm going to level with you here. We're here... Uh, There seems to be lots of stuff going in on this town, and it seems to be going to lead to some violence, so you're here a lot. Have you
2: seen anything weird lately? I, I have seen, I mean, I've seen strangers coming and going a bit more than usual the last few months, but really, until this conversation, there hasn't been anything particularly weird this week. Well, a lot of ships have gone missing, apparently. Well, I wouldn't know anything about that. I am not involved with uh, any of the guilds or organizations that sort of exude their power in this town. And she sort of glances slightly over toward the table that you came from. And she says, I'm very curious, though. Where do you come from and what brings you here and how are you involved in their business?
3: You have a lot of questions for me. Well, I can tell you I'm from Sudradell, but there's there's more to it. Um... We could probably use a local guide as we work through all this stuff. Would you uh, care to join
2: us? Hmm, I would have to check my schedule. Let me... Well, when, when are you looking to get a tour? Are you looking for a tour of the town? Is that what you're hoping for?
3: I don't know. All these people are saying different things. So we could... It would be nice to have someone who's unbiased.
2: Well, I do think that if you are looking to get to the bottom of things... You can't really trust any of them. They all hate each other. Right, exactly. Who who do you think we should
3: go to, or is there a higher power that we should be cutting these guys out?
2: Well, I don't think that you'd probably be able to get an audience with anyone in charge in town at this point, but I suppose I could tell you what I know about each of them, if that would be helpful. Yeah, that'd be great. And you better not tell them that I've told you anything, understand? I I understand. I'm the one who came over to you. I Yes, you definitely are. And you're going to owe me a lot more than a port after I tell you what I know. I'll buy you a couple more ports. How about that? Uh, Make me a persuasion check, please. Ooh. I just want to see how you're doing oh, in general to and see I how give much a information you is get. this a is this a <laughs> romantic I think, I think it's got a little bit of a romantic <laughs> environment given that you're you know you're buying her buy, a buying a lady in oh, beautiful cuz i get i get the the
3: proficiency on romantic checks from way back right. when
0: yeah but that was a 19 just straight up
1: yeah seriously
2: Um, she seems, she seems to actually be enjoying her conversation with you. So, Mm. um, she says, she sort of starts out and she says, well, the large gentleman over there is Puff R. Fish. Uh, he's another one of my former classmates, believe it or not. We all sort of came up in the same class and he's one of the best smugglers in the horn. He's known for his flashy style. You may have noticed he's fairly charismatic. Um, and give me a quick perception check, please. Me? Yeah. Eight. Uh, she pauses for a moment there, but you don't make anything of it. Um, he, uh, you may have noticed that he wears a very distinctive perfume and he smells very nice. I must say. Uh, and then she moves on oh, to Sharky her. Cheryl, <laughs> and she says, Now, Sharky Cheryl, she's a nasty one. You better be careful with her. She's a lone shark. She does uh, some of the cooking over there at the Yachts Club. And, uh, well, I shouldn't call it that, but that's, that's sort of the local name for it. Uh, she loves gnome bowling, which is... Uh, a particularly cruel local sport that's being played by mostly the yachtsmen. Oh, and shit. uh Yes, but she's that's that's Cheryl. I would not I would not mess around with her so much. Uh but I suppose that her word is her bond. I do know that about her. She was not in my class, you can see she's quite a bit older. Um and then I believe that's Mario. He's a young upstart. I believe that uh, mama's crew hired him as their plumber. Uh, that's really all that I know. I do believe that they, uh, he, he's sort of jokingly known in the area as the best turtle fisherman, because when he's trying to catch fish, he sometimes accidentally pulls in a whole bunch of snapping turtles, but that's, that's really all I know. He has a brother named Thomas.
3: Interesting. I would think his brother would be named like something else. He seems
2: like maybe a Luigi,
3: but. Thomas
2: is fine. Yes, well that's I don't know why you would feel that way, but that's not his brother's name. His brother's name is Thomas.
3: Oh no, I got it. No just a uh, gut feeling.
2: Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Uh but I suppose the uh so this is the this is the thing. They each come from one of the three factions in town here. You've got Mario with Mama's crew, and you've got Sharky Cheryl with the with the yachtsmen, and Puff R. Fish is of course part of the, the drowned rats. And they've all been causing trouble and running smuggling operations and handling business and imports and exports here in the Horn my entire life. And they're very powerful. I have not seen three of them sitting down at a table like this, except when there's been trouble in the past. They try to stay out of each other's way as much as possible. So I gather that there is some sort of trouble brewing. Well, you gathered right. There is definitely trouble
3: brewing here and we're just trying to get across to the the islands but i don't think we can do that until this trouble goes away
2: oh to which islands are you trying to travel
3: uh the lost isle oh the lost
2: isle yeah you and you and every other treasure hunter in town i suppose searching for the lost isle that's that's always the way of it isn't it
3: Uh, it seems like that's a joke, but I'm not part of the joke yet, so...
2: Oh, sorry, Um, yes, you're right. You wouldn't necessarily know that, but you may be on what is known here as a wild goose chase.
3: Hmm. A wild island chase, I see. Okay, well, uh, do you know who can solve any of these issues that they're having?
2: Well, I suppose if, if it were me, I would... Try to de- diffuse the situation at the moment and send them on their way, and then you could go and check in with each of their headquarters. You could, uh, if if you're able to get an audience with her. Mamma is a very reasonable woman, the head of the fishermen's union, and her home is not far from here. Of course, the yachtsman. You'd have to get in to see Nigel. To see Nigel, you'd have to go up and get into Regency Castle, which is not going to necessarily be easy for outsiders. Uh, and then the drowned rats, I don't actually know exactly where they're headquartered, although they seem to spend a lot of time hanging around the old graveyard. That's, they're sort of like, I don't know, they're trying to seem cool, I think. Interesting.
3: Well, um, well, you know, we'll be going around town, but uh, what do I owe you? You want a couple more drinks, or?
2: Well, how long are you going to be in town?
3: As long as it takes us to go get to the lost isle
2: well how about you take me out to dinner before you leave town
3: <laughs> uh that sounds that sounds good should i meet you here
2: uh oh god how would you contact someone in this world <laughs> right. god what did what did we do before like, cell phones
0: meet at sunset somewhere
1: or you um, could say says, like leave a note with uh, the she's a regular here right yeah, yeah that's
2: true she so she says Yeah, you could probably find me here most afternoons, after I get off work at the school. But, uh, if you don't find me here, then leave a message with Piper and she'll see to it that I'm reached, and then we can arrange a time to meet up. Well, that sounds great.
3: I'm glad, uh, I'm glad you let me sit in your, your corner. I,
2: believe it or not, I'm glad that you approached. And this was a lovely conversation. I don't know, did I even get your name? The name's Isirian. Mace Khor, Oh, uh, well, now I don't really like you. That was a really lame way to do that. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. You don't have to try so hard, though. You're a very charming man.
3: Wow, Mace Kwa hit the jackpot here. Uh, yeah,
2: I mean, hey, you got a good persuasion. It's going a long way.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is going probably farther than you want it to. I, it, I, more than I
2: bargained for. Um, and she, with that, she actually finishes her second port and says, well... I must get home. I don't want to worry my father, but I hope to see you again before you leave town. Likewise, maybe you'll even join us to the lost island. <laughs> maybe. And then she uh with that she leaves and takes her leave of you. What was her name? Emily? I'm Emily. Emily. Oh, that's a good name. Man, look at me picking a normal human being name. Is so she much easier. Is she a human? no she's not she is a uh she is a half orc actually okay. um but definitely has like some fairly human characteristics right i'll go back to the group and okay someone else i'm talk.
1: assuming they were just like yelling at each other the entire time <laughs> yeah Mace-Corp no they are they're whirling. and they're like
2: getting and they're getting a little heated may as you approach
0: Shall sure. we? Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's do it.
2: I need another drink. Okay. Yeah, I could use. I'm gonna go get a warm gin need another milk drink, bag. But I'll get another. <laughs> <drink>. <laughs> you need to
3: make it steaming hot. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. boil. Yeah, I've had my gin
4: boil for an hour, hour cool. now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Gradually.
1: <laughs> I love that. I love that Piper said. <laughs> Did it cool down? If you had just said <laughs> no, it just got hotter. <laughs> I should have. That would have oh, oh man, oh, it really fucked her. You might be able to hear Sunny clipping her nails in the background.
2: (laughs) Ooh, nice! That's the sound we have. What we like to hear. Leave it in.
4: Leave it in.
0: Part of the ASMR. The a
1: the the, well that's for the what what membership tier on Patreon is that? (laughs) (laughs) Oh (laughs) wow Yeah.
0: That is very exclusive. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: Literally tens of dollars.